Rooftop gang, what's the fucking deal? How is everybody doing? I hope everybody is in great spirits. I hope everybody's having an amazing day, an amazing week. I hope everybody's having an amazing month of August. Um, today's episode is very, very special to me um, because I have one of the people, one of the most important people in my life that kind of are a driving force in, um, in my journey. Um, so I'm excited to have this conversation with him. I'm excited to, um, just give you guys a glimpse of, you know, the conversations that we have, you know, on a one-to-one basis. Um, you know, I didn't want to do it. I'm very selfish when it comes to like awesome, amazing people, but, um, you know, I, I do anything for y'all rooftop gang. I, y'all know I fuck with y'all. So, um, stay tuned and I'm going to introduce him now. Yep. Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right. Let's get... So, I want to introduce you, and then you can kind of do your own thing, um, and then we can kind of just bounce off of each other, and you know what I mean, go from there. So. I have a very special guest, very special, near and dear to my heart. And um, we're going to touch base on um, a certain subject. um, And then we can kind of just go from there and see how the conversation goes. Either way, I know the conversation is going to be a vibe. So Mr. Cool Johnson, if you want to kind of just say a little bit about yourself um, and then we can kind of go from there. Okay, what's going on, everybody? You know, I'm Cool Johnson. Eva Morales, she's my, my sister. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do a little bit of personal training for athletic performance. Um, also, I'm the founder of the Winner Circle, which is uh, for our people, trying to push the culture forward. Um, you know, I'm also a leader. I can teach you some things about some spiritual things. Yeah, you know, I'm just here. I'm just here vibing out with my good sister, Eva. Just the shit. You're just the shit. You can say that. You are allowed to say that (laughs) on this platform. My name is Cool Johnson, and I'm the shit, okay? So, um, So some of the things that, like, the big thing, the biggest thing that I wanted to kind of talk with you about was um, just... I wanted to give people a preview of um, of how we vibe and the conversations that we have and how they're of substance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I feel like there, I feel like I wish, one of my wishes for this world w- would be that there would be, you know, three million more of you. I, I talk, when I talk, when I talk about you, I talk so highly because um, you're just awesome. You know what I mean? I feel like there should be, there should definitely be more men in this world that kind of are okay and comfortable to tap in with their masculine masculinity and um, their mental health. Right. And um, I feel like there's not enough of that because, you know, I feel like there, there's a kind of like a stigma um, where, men shouldn't be vulnerable. Men shouldn't put themselves in vulnerable um, positions where, you know, they can't express themselves or if, you know, they can't, they're not allowed to be like emotional or like it makes you less of a man. And it's just unfortunate, but, you know, that's why we have you here. So kind of like open that door and, you know, hopefully my male followers 
and my male listeners and the male audience will kind of like be like, okay, well, you know, this man came from this and now he's here. Let's talk about how we got to, well, you, how you got to where you're at and how you're completely and a hundred percent okay with being where you're at. Well, how I got to where I am today, honestly, um, I was not always this person. I was not always, you know, this man. Um, I used to be a very shy, very timid, very afraid to express myself kind of guy, cause uh, it was more of a more of a fear of how people would view me. And um, I think from like our childhood, we get afraid of how people would view us. You know, maybe we didn't have the best shoes at school or something, or you know, we was afraid of rejection from a girl or something, or you know, just basic childhood experiences that, you know, later could result in trauma and you acting out that trauma in different ways within your life. And, you know, that was me. That was me. That was me acting out my life in ways that were not in alignment with who I really was at all. Because one, it was just, you know, how I grew to defend myself I guess you could say, like defend myself in either social situations, emotional situations. And, you know, you, you, you grow to have these defense mechanisms that those childhood experiences that make you scared to be who you really are, you know? And I had a lot of uh, traumatic experiences. I had a, a pretty bad experience happened to me in about 2013 where I had to, you know, I got kicked out my house um for something that I was accused of doing but it really wasn't me so it wasn't uh it wasn't like anything that they were saying was true about me so it was like um you know I got kicked out I had to go live with a friend I was sleeping on the floor for a good two years um you know so I was homeless for a little bit just bouncing around from my friend's house to friend's house uh doing my thing in the streets. And it felt like as every year progressed, I just got deeper and deeper into the streets. And it just, it would never, it never worked out how I wanted it to work out. But I feel like it never worked out how I wanted it to work out because that's not what I was meant to be doing. And it was like, just throw me little hints, little signs, but in the form of just very unfortunate events. And, I would say before uh, before all this COVID stuff happened, um, I had another traumatic situation happen to me where a close family member of mine tried to commit suicide. And I pretty much had to save their life. I pretty much had to save their life. I was faced with a, a life and death situation. Um, pretty like front row seat-ish, you know what I mean? And... Right. Uh, that just made me look at life a lot different. It made me look at life a lot different because that day I could have left and go did something completely different. And at that time, that's all I did. That's all I did was leave early in the morning, come home late at night, leave early in the night. The fact that I didn't leave that time. And I was the only person there to help with this, 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 you know, this that situation I was the only person there and it just made me think of life a lot different because the year before that I was even faced with another kind of life and death situation and I guess that situation was put in front of me to make me even to make me look even harder at my purpose in this world and you know I've always been the person that people can come to for advice on anything like just life advice um, if they're going through a problem if they have a business decision, they don't know where to go to. I've just always been that person that people could just run to and look for a solution. Um, and that's just kind of like the person that I am. Like I don't never, that's just the person that I always was. And people kind of told me, you know, maybe you should take the life coaching route. So I looked into life coaching for a little bit and it was pretty much everything that I was already doing. I even tried to hire a, my own business coach 
that didn't work out too well though, because I felt like uh, it just it was a little too constraining, like a little bit too much of a a standard, not a standard, but more like I was, I was and it was kind of conformed. Yeah, it was for me, and that's why, and that's one of the main reasons why I didn't really like like jobs. I always fucking hated jobs. I'm sorry for cursing. <laughs> no, listen, listen. And at the rooftop, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no bleep. There's no nothing. This ain't PG-13. This is raw <laughs> and uncut. So right. you don't got to apologize. All right, say that. Um, what were we just talking about? I'm sorry, I got off track. Or talking about how um, you never really liked jobs because of the conformity. Oh yeah, and I had this deep need for like freedom in my life ever since I was a kid. Like I hated authority. I wasn't that person to you know like follow rules. Um, when I was in ninth grade, I, I schools. I transferred from Reading High to Antietam. Um, I had to leave pretty much like all my friends behind, but it was because I was getting into a lot of trouble. So my parents had to move me from that school to a different school. And I came over from that school to my new school with all Fs. The only good grade that I had was in gym class and that was a C. And uh, I, I was skipping that on the daily. But um, you know, like all those life situations taught me a lot of lessons. But uh, you know, like if I didn't, feel like I didn't learn that lesson the year prior or in a different situation, but that same lesson will always come back around twice as hard. And it will mm-hmm. always be like, you know, damn, you should have you should have learned that the first time. This this wouldn't be happening to you right now. So, you know, eventually I got pushed out of the, the street life, you know, and um I just went straight legit. Like I got tired of you know, all the shadiness that goes on in the streets, you know, all the the parties and the life wasn't me anymore. Because like I said, that traumatic event made me rethink my whole purpose on this world. And it was like, you know, I'm not really here to please everybody else. I'm here to one, love myself, show other people how to love themselves and express themselves, but also heal people, you know? I did a lot of uh, inner work and the inner work is where, you know, you get led on this journey of first, it starts with curiosity. It starts with curiosity because you know that there's like a different kind of energy force that just flows throughout this whole shit that we call life, you know, and coincidences don't happen to be coincidences. They say everything happens for a reason and everything truly does happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And like those things all had to happen to me to become the man I am today. But if I didn't learn those lessons, I wouldn't I wouldn't be the 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 man that stands on, you know, his morals and his values and his principles over anything else. And you know, that's mm. kind of that's the reason like I had a job like a few months ago and it was the job just was completely not me at all. Completely not me. One day I was at the job. I'm like, man, I ain't coming back to this motherfucker tomorrow. Because, <laughs> you know, I was I was like, you know, I, and at this point, this is when I was heavy in, uh, you know, doing the LLCs. I was setting business formation up for people. And I was like, yo, I make more money handling one LLC's paperwork than I do in a whole day of hard-ass labor at this job. So I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and get up off this. I'm going to go, you know, try to start my own business endeavors and my own entrepreneurial lifestyle. And, you know, it turned out to, to work. Um, I, I, I got some mentors, you know, that were there before me so that I could shorten my learning curve and increase my trajectory of where I was where my vision was headed um and that actually that helped a lot because that just instilled a whole bunch of different principles and different morals and values and it changed the complete frame of how I look at things and now 
to the point where I don't even push LLCs anymore for real. And I don't push those LLCs anymore for a specific reason that has to deal with a lot of like uh, privacy issues. So, you know, like most of the people who I, who I got, who I give LLCs to, they, uh, they like, it's just off a of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't ever like advocate, yo, you should get an LLC because a lot of it has a lot to do with, you know, like your EIN number and how they could just track you anywhere. Just, you know, just some privacy things. But, um, you know, but like I said, the inner work is where I got all these answers from those that curiosity is going to lead you down a road that's going to one is going to be challenging because it's 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 God putting a bunch of tests in front of you that's saying, do you really want to are you really committed to becoming this person that you say you want to be or are you just bluffing? Right. And it's your commitment to that path to stay directly in the middle of that path, not leaning too far to the left and not leaning too far to the right. Because when you lean too far to the right, you're going to fall off. Lean too far to the left, you're going to fall off. Once you fall off, you got to get back up and you got to start all over again. Right. Not like once you get off like your spiritual journey, spiritual path, people call it. I just call it. I don't really call it anything. I just, because it is what it is. You know? Right. But once you get off that path, it's like you got to get back on. Is There is no continuing. So not leaning too far to the left not leaning. i say this to people all the time it's like there is no right or wrong i don't believe in right or wrong i only believe in really righteous and self-righteous you're either doing for the good of everybody or you're doing for the good of yourself and it's like you know doing for the good of everybody you could you could do it for the good of everybody can turn into people pleasing but you don't want to ever be a people pleaser uh but and then also you don't ever want to be self-righteous where you're just straight selfish you know what i'm saying right. so walking directly in the middle of that path is is you know where you want to get to in life and that i feel is where exactly i'm at in life right now like i'm not the richest person i don't got the most money i don't got the fanciest cars i don't got the you know i don't go to the fanciest places but my mental is clear on an everyday basis my emotions are stable, you know, I'm a healthy person, you know, and opportunities just come to me, honestly. Opportunities just come to me. Like everything that's going on with the winner circle, it's just been, first it was an idea, then it was an executed idea. And then after that, everything just started like fast paced, fast paced. I didn't even have time to, you know, like, <laughs> sit down and kind of process everything because it just happened real fast and it's like you know once you do that inner work um it's not even that fast for real it's the inner work is not fast at all the inner work is 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 an everlasting journey no what i mean is like um you know that whole where you said where things just come to you it starts as a you know it starts it starts as an idea um, and then everything just boom, 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 boom. But I feel like um, it doesn't it doesn't become overwhelming because you're in a position to accept it and take it all in. Yeah. And that's that's a perfect way to put it. That's a perfect way to put it. Because the opportunity. And it's like, you know, you have to be, like I said, standing firm in your morals and your principles every single day. Like, it can't just be a once-a-week thing or a once-a-month thing. It has to be every single day. And then you standing firm in those values is going to lead you exactly where you need to be to the people who you're supposed to be around, you know what I'm saying, to the opportunities that you're supposed to gravitate to. And, you know, because when you think of terms of, like, energy, um, the world makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about that. Um, because I feel like those words that you said, um, I feel like they're very important words, but I feel like they're just thrown out there, um, all the time. I feel like people want to be surrounded by people that are true to their values, morals, and principles. Those three words are very key in this conversation because I feel like, um, and we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about the males because you're a male and, that's the direction that I want to go. I feel like a lot of males talk about those three words a lot. I see it 
you know, social media is something that's very, very significant these days. Um, It's like everybody's holy grail in a sense, everybody's Bible. Um, People go there for answers. People go there for, you know, affirmations. And um, some people go to their release to release things that they've been holding on to. Yeah. Um, So I feel like a lot of males want to be surrounded by people that are true to their values, morals, and principles, but they don't even, they aren't even aware of what those are. Mm. Mm. I, I feel like that's one of the biggest issues we have with the male population these days. Um, I see it all the time. People's like guys screaming like, oh, um, you know, ain't nothing but cold whores out here. Ain't got no values. Where's the principles? Where's the moral? But what are your morals? What are your principles? What are your values? And are you standing on them? Or are you just saying these things? Like you, you want these things to attract to you, but you're in no position to receive them or receive people that are like that, that have these things. Like, and I feel like, just how you said, um, to, to, to attract those people with those morals, those values and principles, you have to be that person. And it's like, cause you can have all the knowledge in the world of what morals, values and principles are, but if you're not embodying them every single day, then how can you even try to expect that from somebody else? Cause like a man should never try to demand something of somebody else that he doesn't already demand of himself. Mm. And I feel the men operate from the lower three energy chakras, you know, which, which is like worry, a lot to do with the sexuality and ego. Mm. And like I see so many instances where men will just operate off of just straight lust. Mm. It's, <laughs> it's there like, we go. There we go. <laughs> Like, it's like, yo, bro, like all your problems are centered around that one feeling. It's just lust. Like, because that lust will turn into a problem with your homie. That lust will turn into a problem with your, 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 your best friend, your baby mom or something because, you know, you don't know how to control your shit. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of it has to do with just how I said before, you know, how we were raised, how the things that we were brought up, the, the things that we were watching, the music that we were listening to, um, porn even. Because porn, watching porn, that should should destroy a man's whole perception of one, how he looks at a woman. And it'll destroy a lot of things within his, uh, you know, just how his brain operates. It'll make you always want instant gratification because of that dopamine. Always just looking for the next high so to say brother please please i need you to yell this yell this to them because it's crazy because and i want to shift it a little bit because now i want to talk like i want to speak for the women um because i feel like without you know you have to speak about one to speak about the other um but i feel like that is it, it's true. I feel like back to social media, social media has kind of made it to where like sex sells. Like mm. you have to, mm-hmm. you know, women have to um, display, they have to display themselves in a way where they're desired. Like, Right. And the and you know, I feel like it goes hand in hand. I feel like uh, like us as women, we kind of don't make it any easier either cuz it's it's one of those things where you know, I see females always screaming like, "Oh, ain't no good niggas in this world. You know, there's no good men out here, blah 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 blah." blah. But, you know, all your, you know, all your pictures is you in bikinis. <laughs> mhm. And you, you know, throwing your ass back and, you know, you that I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. 
because some people, you know, use that for monetary, you know, gain. But at the end of the day, you got to be like, you got to put yourself in a position to like really get what you like, what you really, what you want, what you, what you crave, what you like, you know what I mean? You got to practice what you preach. Right. And I say that, and I speak that for myself, because it's funny because when you were speaking and you were saying, you know, you got to stand on, you know, you got to stand on your morals, values and principles all the time. Like you can't just, you know, stand on them Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday. It's like, oh, fuck them. Fuck them principles. You know what I mean? And I can speak that for myself. I, I can I can say that because I I have in this journey. I don't want to call it like a spiritual journey either because right. I feel like everything, like every day that it's I like live, that people put on it. Right. Um, I feel like every day that I, you know, I'm granted to live this life, I'm constantly learning. Um, I, I, I see myself kind of going back and forth with myself because it's like, like it's like a gift and a curse to kind of be woke and be and to understand like your journey and your purpose because it's like you know you your flesh wants to kind of give in into the temptations of you know what social media puts out and portrays to be like it but you know what I mean like it's definitely hard I'm not so I say all that to say that you know the, the journey isn't easy and it's not for the weak. It's definitely something where you have to be very open-minded, very realistic. Um, you have to be able to check the shit out of yourself when you, when you have to. Um, and that's um, something that a lot of people know when to check themselves and some people that know when to check their own selves so they don't know when to check you. Right. Because a lot of people hang around just straight yes men or just people that will just distance themselves from you if they feel any kind of animosity or they feel like you're fucking up in your own personal life or they just, oh, that person's fucking up. But if you, who are you to let that person just keep fucking up? Like, right. would you want somebody to just keep let you fucking up? Right. And that's, you know, just how we said, it goes back to standing on those morals, values, and principles every single day, every single moment of the day. You know what I'm saying? Of course, people slip up. Nobody's perfect. You know what I'm saying? But one time, you just slip up. Second time, you make it into habit. Right. But I feel like also what comes into play with that is um... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, people, oh, people hold on. You know how you said you need to be around people that are going to have the same mindset as you. Um, but I feel like people are so pressed on holding on to people because of the history. I've known this person for 15 years. So, you know, there's this like, un, like unspoken loyalty that I have to have because, you know, regardless of how they're moving or what they're doing or how much against your principles it is, I have this loyal, this undisclosed loyalty with this person because of the time span that this person, that I've known this person. And we got to normalize, you know, treating those people accordingly and just hold, putting them in certain, in, in, in appropriate categories in our lives. I'm not saying cut your family off, but if your family is moving in a way that doesn't align with what your purpose is, then you just have to treat them accordingly. Yeah, you know, I feel that a thousand percent. Cause you could you could hold on to something that is, I know we all seem to mean that you know just you hold it on to something so tightly that it's hurting you, that it's damaging you so much. People don't. Right. This and and it'd be the emotions that are attached to those situations, like those experiences that people hold so dear to their hearts. You know what I'm saying? It's those people that they're trying to remember. But it's not about what you did in the past. It's about what you're doing right now. Right, who you are in this moment right now? Wow, that's why sometimes I can't stand when people be like, "Yo," they just be like, "I don't know," so caught up with what they did like ten years ago, or just remembering everything from before. 
Like, let go of that. You gotta let go of that. You gotta let go of that because that's you climbing up a ladder. That's a that's like a that's like a, a trash bag that you're holding on to. Why are you trying to climb up the ladder? Now you only got one hand trying to climb up this ladder. Mm, I like let that metaphor. Let go of that trash bag so you can get up that ladder. And it's it's funny because if anybody were to hear you speak, they would think like, you know, he has to be this old head full of wisdom and you're younger than me. And I, I think that's one of the things I admire the most is the fact that like you have so much knowledge and you have so much, you have so many gems to give. I don't even want to give this to people. Cause I feel like this, stuff, this is like pay-per-view type shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I was really skeptical about, doing this only because I don't want to share you know like this is like (laughs) this is good shit (laughs) this is good shit and but but no I definitely feel like people people needed to hear this and especially the males because the males is just down bad like they're down bad yeah we you know we down about 20 yeah (laughs) but you know like we try Trying to push us, trying to push us back. You know what I'm saying? Trying, trying at least give them a standard to look to, and that's all you know. Because it's the awareness that you're doing wrong that that counts. Because as long as you're aware of, you know, what you could be doing better, you got the ability to change it for next time. So you know, it's like you can't fault anybody for being who they are up until the moment that they realize who they are. But if you continue to be that person after that moment that you realize, then that's on you. That's so that's saying that you can lead somebody to the water, but you can't make, but them, you drink. Can make them drink. Yep. Um, so my question to you is how do you remain? Um, because, all right. So before I, before I do that, um, you're single, right? That's a fact. So my question to you is, um, how do you remain? Because um, I feel like a lot of men these days they seek they seek women um, to fill voids, mm-hmm. um, and women do the same. But we're talking about the men right now. Um, I feel like that's one of the reasons why men. Um, seek the attention and the time of a woman. So, how do you, how do you remain true to yourself? Um, and how do you not entertain, you know, certain situations that may come your way? Because it'll take me off my mission, the purpose that I live. In every day, and I don't got time for. But also, I'm still living in my purpose every single day, and I'm not where I envision myself to be. So, me even trying to put another, bring another, uh, bring a partner into this situation would be irresponsible, to be honest, because it'd be slowing us both down. You know. It's just it's it's kind of like a self control thing. You gotta have self control and know when to delay gratification for something, you know. Because like I've been in so many situations where I've tried to, you know, I just got into a relationship because it was like a convenient thing, or you know, we were attracted to each other, and those never ended up how I envisioned them or how I wanted them to. So it's, I think it would just be kind of selfish of me to try to involve a partner just for my own lust and desire. You know what I mean? It'd be a little selfish to do that. So my, my next question to you is, um, you being in this journey, do you feel like even dating would steer you out of your path right now for sure but that doesn't mean that i'm not open to whatever comes it just means that i'm not looking for anything 
I feel like I honestly feel like people shouldn't look for others. I think everything is like it, it stems back to attraction. I don't ever I, I, I'm not looking for my soulmate. I'm not looking for my partner. I am all I'm doing is working on putting my, putting myself in a position to attract that person. That's a that's a thousand right there. That's so yeah. Um I feel like a lot of people um I, you know, I feel like men don't men take men take that well, not men. Males take that and automatically want to um kind of connect that with rejection or connect it with oh you're dubbing me or it's like no I'm not dubbing you it's one of those things where I know I know the energy that I want me like around me I know Mm -hmm. the energy that I want to connect with Mm -hmm. so and I know what you want ultimately and that doesn't coincide with what I'm doing so why would I waste your time you know why would I sit here and hang out with you knowing that you just want a bone Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why, why do I want to allow you to be in my space when you just want, like, oh, let's drink together? No, you just want a bone. Right. They just want your energy. That's what, yeah. what it comes down to. When they see you, they see they see some bright energy. You know what I mean? And it's and sex is an energy exchange. That's why I've, I, I've been the person that I never just had sex with anybody. And because they crave it. It's like, it's like kind of how like, I don't know, compared to makeup sex. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you're craving that other person's energy. Once you get the energy, oh, now everything's good. But, uh, Why? No, and, also, and ultimately, I think it's like, comes back again to the, the, the morals, values, and principles. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also, also it, like how we were saying earlier, a man could take that as rejection because that's just, it was, that's what it was up until this point in his life. Like, you know, when he asked a girl out in sixth grade or to go to the dance in that seventh grade moment and he got rejected, you know what I'm saying? When, they, when a man gets rejected, that's what they, that's what they associate that emotion with automatically back when he was a little kid and he got rejected for the very first time you know what i'm saying and that is what men need to learn how to heal though well i i use men i feel like men is kind of like a loose yeah because a man is that's heavy yeah (laughs) it's top tier yeah (laughs) like you know you have to pass a certain you know, level to get to man status, but boys take it, you know, a completely, like, take it as a hit to their ego, and it's like that emotion that they need to just learn how to control. I wouldn't even say fix, just learn how to control it, because when you learn how to control it, and then you can use it and transmute that into, you know, energy of service, and as you transmute all your your pain and your lower vibrational energy into service, that that's when you know you like living in your purpose and as your higher self. Mm. I like that. I and and guys, this is just you know just a snippet. Um, everybody kind of looks at me as that talk to um but I've always said the therapist needs therapy also and that's definitely and and I feel not only does the therapist need therapy I feel like every female should have whether it's a family member or you know a really close friend of the opposite sex where they can have where they're at the at a similar vibration and they can have these conversations. Um, Even if you're at a lower vibration where this conversation kind of brings you back up or helps you elevate somewhat near to what that opposite sex is at. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? 
I feel like every female should have that. Um, because when you have that, it's so like, it's so easy to just stand in your truth. It's so easy to just not entertain and not give in to our flesh, you know, our temptations yeah. of the flesh. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely important to get you a, a brother like mine, not mine, but <laughs> you can get you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hard to reach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can y'all definitely need one just not mine uh sorry very selfish very very selfish <laughs> and that's that's kind of like there's people who have opinions and then there's like people that you go to for counsel and i feel like everybody should have those people they go to for counsel not opinions right mm-hmm. gonna lead you off off course eva i never steer you wrong you know that no listen you had never, I, you know, they say never say never, but I always receive something, um, which is why, like, I take you so personal because I always receive something, like, I'm always gaining something after a conversation, after a session, after you know, just you know, just un- unloading and. And I don't, I don't want to say that I'm kind of dumping. I don't dump. It's more so like I unload to load my bricks back up into my barrel, like a little bit, like neater. I dig that. You dropping off, you dropping off your, your, your load of whatever you got. And I'm, I'm filling up. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're just helping me put it right back on. I dig that. So, um, I don't think what else did I want to kind of touch base on. Um, did you want to talk about um, that whole masculinity, masculinity development um, kind of thing that you or you don't want? Yeah, I was. Uh, well, the masculinity development that'll be. You know, when the winter circle gets to its educational stage. So, you know, right now we're in, you know, phase one of everything. About to move to phase two of motivation, inspiration, and education. Phase two is the TWC podcast. Um, and for those of you who don't know, winter circle just sounds like some random shit that you don't even... Winter circle is something that I founded for um, the city of Reading to be a bridge of understanding for people on how to take back their emotional, their mental clarity, emotional intelligence, and financial sovereignty. And, you know, teaching, not like the regular shit that you can just look up on Google and shit like that. College itself teaching you, you know, the real like history of money so that you know how to use money now and, you know, how to really be invisible, how to live off the grid, you know, shit like that. Real, real, real high level intelligence kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, the masculine development part of everything, I just feel like a lot more men need the information that I've been privy to and the experiences and the wisdom that I have. Um, and I really just want to, you know, start doing weekly, weekly, weekly classes just just guys, you know what I'm saying? The women involved, just guys, where I talk to them and, you know, kind of guide them on how to go from that boy to the man stage and really how to step into that power and be vulnerable enough to want to step into that power. Because it's going to take a lot, you know what I'm saying? It's going to take a lot of shedding of the ego, a lot of, you know, getting rid of what you thought you so you can get make room for, you know, this energy that I'm bringing. But um, you know, those those masculine development classes, I probably I probably do really want to start them in the winter time. So just for the winter time, that'll probably be like that. And then what's up, there? My dad just popped in on the podcast, y'all. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like. 
the winter time would be perfect because it's like ain't really much to do. Um, and I feel like that's so when you told me about that, that was so dope to me because I just feel like these days everything is like, you know, excuse my language, but everything is like a dick measuring competition. Yeah, that's a fact though. That's a fact. Like, Everybody wants like oh, I'm doing that. Well, I'm doing this, and you know what I mean, like, yeah, that's what's up. But you know, I it's just like whose dick is bigger, and it's like no, like that's just yes, secret, like and just how you said like like uh, social media made that a conversation because everybody looks to social media for the validation. And with the TWC, we're not really coming with competition. We're coming with collaboration and community. I like that. So I like that. Everything we're doing is for the people. It's a different type of C, not competition. It's collaboration. Yeah. I like that. Community over competition. That's that's one of my that's one of my sayings. Community over competition. This was so good. <laughs> I, I'm just like, uh, don't listen. Only way you can reach out, um, and I'll give you a chance to um, just mention your social media handles in a minute. Right. Don't reach out unless it's for motivational purposes only. <laughs> and even then, I mean, even then, He's gonna be very limited to what <laughs> like like I said earlier, I'm hard to reach. Like you know what I'm saying? You gotta call twice when you got, when you want me to pick up. That's a fact. Listen. So even um, get that first even get that first person access though. <laughs> that, I'm in the favorites, you know what I mean? And vice versa. But if you wanna go ahead and um just mention your handles. I'll mention your handles also when I, uh, like when I drop the episode. But um, just ways that people can reach you and kind of see what you're doing. Everybody, I, I really want everybody to follow that winter so winter circle um, Instagram page. I started following it, and it's funny because yesterday you posted that, um, you know, and I I memorized it because it really like just touched me. That whole, you know, it's, there's no, you don't believe in right or wrong. It's either, but you have to kind of, you have to find the balance because you don't want to be too self-righteous where it, 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 it takes away the righteousness and it becomes more of a self-centered. Um, and then you don't want to be too right. Like it's, you don't want to be too for the people. Cause you know, it'll be just that. So you kind of have to find a balance where you're just, you're just good. And I I feel like it, it come, it'll come because that's just, that's how I view things. I I view things like I I just, I put out good. I put out the the energy that I put out into the world is the energy that I would hope to receive, not expecting it. I don't expect anything, but I would just hope to get that energy not in even if it's not from the person that I'm pouring it out to right. um just as long as I get some of it like you know I just hope that I get some of it back um because you know it, I, I'm that much of an impact to you know whoever so yeah and as long as you just you know keep being you keep living in that energy everything that is for you is going to make its way to you regardless. You know what I'm saying? And everything that is not for you is going to fade away because it's not, it's not resonating with your, you know, the vibration that you want in that particular moment anymore. Which is why friends, friends grow apart because you're not vibrating on anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Just yeah, there's full nothing disclosure. Because life is just life is just about growth, and it's like if you're not if you're not growing, just do anything. Just don't stay stagnant. You know what I'm saying? Don't be one of those people who every time you you every time somebody see you, you just you know same shit, different toilet, or you know 
same shit, different day type of answers. I hate those answers. I do not want to yeah. be around you. If I ask you how's how you how you living? How's your you know what I'm saying? How's your day going? And that kind of answer. Then it gives me a lot of, uh, you know, gives me a gauge on who you are as a person, mm-hmm. and how comfortable you are, and you know, probably just having excuses. And excuses build a bunch of nothingness. A bunch of nothingness. Uh, yeah, my, my Instagram handle is CoolJohnson underscore. You can follow me on anything, CoolJohnson underscore. Definitely follow the Winter Circle 5. It's the Winter Circle 5. Um, you know, stay updated. Right now we got the, the New Age Hoop Shooting Clinic with Mike Dunn. You can holler at us if you want to sponsor a kid. Get five classes, uh, you know. We got a lot more events coming up, networking events coming up for the community, for the people, hiking events, a lot of shit coming for the youth. So, you know, tap in and stay tuned, man. Yes, yes, guys. Um, like I said, I will also tag his handles. Um, with this episode, um, this was a really good. It's a lot of gems, a lot of knowledge, a lot of great energy. I'm always grateful. You know that. So I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate you for coming and tapping in. Um, so yeah, guys, stay tuned. And um, yeah. And if you have any questions, you can reach out. Limited. <laughs> You can reach out to him. You can reach out to me. Um, we just want to touch, move, and inspire people to just be better people. That's all. That's all. That's all. It's very simple. So. So, yeah, guys. Peace, love, and blessings. Rooftop gang. So, I hope you guys enjoyed um, the conversation with me and my brother. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being able to just talk real shit with a real person um, for my real ass audience. And um, yes, stay tuned for the things that the Winter Circle has going on. Stay tuned to what my brother has going on. Stay tuned to what I have going on. And like always, I thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support all of the feedback. I do this for you guys. Like y'all are just awesome. And I love you guys so much. So I'll see you guys on the next episode.